I hope. It smacks of senility, if not of the dreaded Alzheimer's, of opting out of living because everything worthwhile has been left behind, that the here and now is a pale echo of glory's past, and the future a barren wasteland from which the only escape is death. I may be seventy-eight, with stiff joints and aches and pains in places I never knew I had, and I certainly get tired a great deal more easily than I used to. But I don't feel old inside. Inside still lives the madcap girl I used to be. So it comes as quite a shock when I look in the mirror and see a face I barely recognise looking back at me, or when a stranger treats me with the sort of respect reserved for venerable age. Seventy-eight is nothing these days, I tell myself, when my knees feel a bit creaky or my fingers fumble with the lid of the jam jar. Central heating and labour-saving devices and the wonders of modern medicine have rolled back the clock. And there are plenty of people older than I am who are still active, taking holidays on cruise liners, trotting along to the WI each week, even playing a gentle game of bowls on the indoor green at the country club. Things have changed over the last fifty years. When I was a girl, it would have been considered a great age. My grandmother, for instance, was ten years younger than I am now when she died, and I remember people saying she'd had a good innings. A good innings, as if she'd scored a century in the village cricket match before being stumped or run out. She was always old to me, A grand old lady in a black straw hat trimmed with fabric flowers, a black silk coat with another spray of flowers pinned to the lapel, black button shoes and thick grey stockings wrinkling around swollen ankles, until she took to her bed, that is, warned by Dr. Fawcett against exertion, following what he termed a heart condition and my mother called a funny turn. She remained there for almost ten years, propped in state against the pillows as if she were Queen Victoria, rapping with her cane on the wall whenever she needed anything, which was often, whether it was a drink or a snack of bread and cheese, or to be hoisted out onto the night commode that sat beside the bed. That entailed the efforts of two people. If my grandfather was pottering in the garden out of earshot, my mother would enlist my help, a duty I dreaded. But there was nothing for it. Granny must do nothing to exert herself. So I would have to climb onto the bed, brace myself against the cast-iron headboard with its bars and swirls and funny little screw-on knobs that had always fascinated me when I was a child, grasp her beneath her arms and heave whilst Mother manoeuvred Granny's lower half to the edge of the feather mattress. She was no lightweight, Granny. Years of inactivity added to her love of food and a half-pint of bitter every morning at eleven on the dot had bloated her, so that to me she resembled nothing so much as a beached whale in a nightgown and pink hand-crocheted bed jacket. You see, there I go again, wandering into the past. Perhaps I am heading for senility. Heaven forbid. I hope that if that ever happens... Andrea'll take me to Bristol Suspension Bridge and heave me over the railing. I certainly don't want to end up in one of those care homes, sitting in front of a television set all day, surrounded by a lot of old people who can't even remember what day it is, let alone have a sensible conversation. I've told her so often enough. 
If I get to that stage, just help me put an end to it, I tell her. And, for heaven's sake, mother, don't talk like that, she says. And I smile wryly. I rather enjoy shocking her. I get that from my grandmother. She enjoyed saying things to shock people too, for all her grandeur. I know what's triggered this revisiting of things that happened years in the past, though. It was the letter that Andrea received a couple of days ago. I was in the garden, trimming the untidy streamers that were hanging off the honeysuckle when she came out to find me. Mum, I've had a letter, she said, and I knew at once that it was something important, both from the expression on her face, excited yet nervous, and from the mere fact that it was a letter. I mean, nobody writes letters anymore, do they? Even I have a computer. Went to spend-